Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the world, this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free, Triple M's, Tanya and Steve. To be honest, I would have loved to have been in the room when they... uh wrote that song, you know, because they're going, we need to kick it off strong. What about get up and get dressed? Good. That works. Let's go with that. Yes. They get up, they get dressed. Mm. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Maybe well, we should get ChatGPT to make a new one. Well, if you don't know what ChatGPT is, you're about to find out in today's podcast. I got really scared that you wrote a computer-generated love letter to Don't me. diss it. It's full of love. It's actually pretty nice. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was surprised, actually. You yeah. will find out all about it. Which proves my theory. Nothing funny about nice, so funny safe. Yeah. Computers will always be able to generate mm-hmm. really good gear, mm-hmm. even bloody love letters. Yeah, if you're having a clue what we're talking about, stick around. You yeah, soon will. That's right. You can't go anywhere now, can you? Uh-huh. 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 Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> that's what we do. We lure you in. And then you get, then you hear it and go, was that it? <laughs> Tanya and Steve's. What's the same, mate? Oh my god! Oh, what is it? I'm looking at a photo mm. of Australia's most expensive bull. Um, he's quite regal looking. He's white. Weirdly enough, I didn't like. Look, Steve, a very white bull. He Can is, I ask what? Uh, why am I doing this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. This is like literally having coffee with Tammy. Everyone, welcome. Uh, she'll just sit there. Go see how are you? Do you know how much white bulls are, Steve? <laughs> Did you type in bulls for sale in Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> no. All right. Come Let on. Let me what's tell the deal? you about this Righto. bull. Yep. He's, well, he's worth three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Good on him. He wow. lives in Charters Towers. Does and he? <laughs> <laughs> this is what will make your eyes water. Yeah. Um, people buy his semen. Farmers buy his semen. To impregnate, impregnate their their other. I was going to say bulls, but yeah, no, they no, are, they're cows. cows. Yeah. Um, and guess what? How much his semen sells for? What's the count on that? Right? <laughs> I reckon about eight times she said semen. Yeah. <laughs> Once is enough. Ten well, grand a pop? No. The couple that have just been up to Charters, they're a farming couple, yeah. and bought ten straws of his. Semen. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> they sell for $2,400 each. So just to have a crack at impregnating their cow, yeah. it's cost them $25,000. Even if it doesn't work. Wow. I know. Wow. Well, but look at him. It's going to work. He's like the rock of the bull world. <laughs> just, a white, just, just a white version. You're at the point of medication now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, a, you come in with a bull story. Yep. But now you're looking at him like the rock. I just want, I'm getting worried that you're going to buy some of your semen. And be like, oh, Michael, let's have a, let's have a white ball. No, look at him. Oh, he he's very that. handsome, he, T. He knows he's very, got it going on. He does. He's a very handsome. Very strong ball, yes, Daniel. <laughs> you're right. I can't believe what it goes for. I mean, whereas, anyway, I was just thinking about the human equivalent. Seriously, I can't believe I've just spent the last two minutes pretending to be interested. <laughs> It's like, how do I go right? But you, you have feigned very good interest. Oh, I've always said, though, I've always said I wouldn't mind selling mine. You've seen my kids are not bad looking. But that's what I, I mean. only have to walk past you and you'll get pregnant. Humans <laughs> humans that sell theirs, not even close. No. Not even not even in the stratosphere of this bull. I didn't know you could sell it. <laughs> well, yeah. Can you? When you... Like helping people out. Yeah, well, you, you don't get like it's you don't get a heap for it. No, it's like don't, donate, don't donating, donating, isn't it? <laughs> well, from what I've been told, yeah. obviously interest rates have gone up. Yeah. Rises out. 
That's a bloody great idea, Steve. I'm going to write no, that mate, down. I'm sorry. You knew too much. <laughs> Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Steve's ah. <laughs> first inch. All right, here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> All you got to do is uh, have a listen, have a listen to our first inch, <laughs> and nail it, and then you get a hundred bucks to spend at Italy's pantry, fabulous Italian food and beverage. It's just that first little nudge of a song, and then you nail it. And uh, Risey's picking the most times for us because uh, he loves his nineties. <laughs> Would I do normally be, like a 90s song. Would this be... I don't think it's 90s. This one's later. No, this one's not 90s. Well yeah. done, Rosie. I yeah. like yeah. you to mix it up a little yeah. bit. And there, there is a go. reason I've yes. chosen this song, which yes. we'll talk about after someone nails it. One triple three five three. That is our phone number, though. Give us a call. Uh, it's a very recognisable start to this mm-hmm. song, I yeah, would say. Yeah, right. Okay. So, like, it's a big song. One triple three five three. Mm-hmm. That's our phone number. Give us a call if you want to solve it today. Jeez, I've got a little bit uh, partial to some of those meats at the, uh, you know, the Italian meats. Oh. I can't help myself. I'll just eat them on their own now. Like salamis and things. All that gear. Yeah. And the other one, I'll never remember the name of it. Really, really thin. Really thin. But really it's thin. So... Prosciutto. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I love prosciutto. But yeah. that's it. Yes, I'm going to make a sandwich. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's at Cessna. G'day, Brad. Good morning. How are you going? Very well. All right, Brad, listen very carefully to the first inch of this song. Ooh. Oh. Jeez, uh, could I hear that again, please? That's tough. Because oh, that, my brain yeah. straight went to a song that I'm guaranteed it's not. Yeah, I thought it was U2, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Oh, Hold oh, Me Through yeah. Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Yeah. No, not U2. Thank you, Brad. Great song, what about Steve out at One Mile Beach? Hey, Steve. Hello. What do you think, Hello. mate? Have a listen to this. Tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does sound like you too, but yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not you too. Uh, nah, sorry, got no idea. Okay, sorry. thank you, Steve. Teresa at Charlestown. Hello. Hello. Have a listen, mate. What do you think? <laughs> no idea. Um, let me have a guess. Can I hear it again? Yeah. No, no mm. idea. Thanks, Teresa. It's even got a bit of the Santana feel about it. Oh, you know, true, yeah. Tum, tum. yeah. Anyway. Well, there you go. See, my brain went something completely different. I thought, OMD, if you leave. Oh, yeah. Tim's a wall's end. Tim, listen. Well? I think it's pink. I, think it's pink. I can't think of the song. Ooh. <laughs> can't think of the song, oh. hey, Tim. He's got the oven mitts on. Um... Something influenced. Um, oh. um, Good or? Uh, something influenced. I can't think of it yet. Something influenced. That's all I've got. Think about what Tanya constantly thinks I am. A good person? <laughs> no, oh. a something, a something, a something influenced. Oh. He's a... Trying to help you out here, Tim. Bad. <gasps> oh, he's a bad influence! Oh. 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 He's got the hundred bucks to spend at Italy's pantries. Italian food and beverage marketplace in the heart of Wickham. Get into it, mate. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And Good on you, Tim. on Pink, she's coming. Yes. That's the big McDonald's announcement. McDonald's Jones Stadium. Yeah. This is happening Tuesday, 
February 13th. So it's almost a whole year away. Oh, yep. good God. Um, oh, not four days away. Oh, oh you mean next year. Oh, Damn. Again, I've misread that. I thought, geez, that's not far off. I hope she sells tickets. <laughs> um, tickets do go on sale next Friday. So February 17th, not tomorrow, next week. What a show that's going to be at McDonald Jones. We just saw Elton John. Pink will be unbelievable. Oh, it's nice that the ball's rolling on it, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, it's her summer carnival tour of Australia. It's it's com- like at the same time as the new Trust Fall albums coming out. Mm. Um, remember how much Australia loved Pink? Oh yeah, we kept her playing absolutely night after night after yeah. night in 2005, 27, yep. and eleven. Yeah, so it's been a while since she's been back. True, meh, not long now, folks. I keep going back to this story that's been rolling around for the last few weeks, mm. um, and it's sort of at the top of the the news chart today. Do you know what I mean? When you go into oh, your online... Ro- well, we were talking about this morning. Yeah, they roll and you go, isn't this a couple of weeks old? Yeah, and it is a couple of but weeks they old. they've brought up a new angle or something. Yeah, well, it's actually a story that's a few years old, but it only came to light recently. And it's about a young woman who died and she was dead for 27 minutes. Mm. She suffered a cardiac arrest, even though she was only very young. Um, and in that 27 minutes... That's a long time. Like, we've heard of our very own Kerry Packer, etc., that die for a period of time, <laughs> one or two minutes. famous line, there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> but after 27 minutes, she was tried to revive by a partner. Mm. An ambulance was called. They gave her CPR. They did the whole paddle on the chest thing. They did it a number of times in the ambulance. Yep. And by the time she got to hospital, they did it for the sixth time, which revived her. That's amazing. 27 minutes, she was officially dead. Mm. Wow. As soon as she woke up, rather than being all sort of groggy and, you know, clutching at her husband's hand, all she asked for was a pen and paper. She kept harassing the nurses and doctors for a pen and paper. She couldn't speak at this stage. And all all she could do was in pretty illegible writing, but once you know what it says, you can work it out. She wrote, it's real. Mm. And eventually when she could regain um, consciousness properly and speak again, she talked about the fact that heaven is real. Mm-hmm. She saw Jesus. She saw like beautiful light, this feeling of peace, and it went on for that huge amount of time. She had no concept of time. Yeah. But she's come back going, it's all right, guys, because it is real. Wow. For those standing around her, watching her come to, grappling for the pen and paper, they say it was like something out of an Exorcist movie. Except yeah. for her husband who thought, oh, God, she's not writing a list of things to do with me. <laughs> no. I, I, well, I've been dead for 27 minutes and I thought of a few things. But to me, how creepy would that be? It's great that she's alive and she's gone on to live a very healthy life. But how creepy... Coming back to life? Coming back to life after nearly half an hour... Crazy. ...and wanting to write, it's real, because she couldn't speak. Yes. Don't you think? Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. And it got me wondering, the creepiest things... The creepiest things other people have seen... May right. not be someone coming back to life. No, no. But in no. your world, what's the creepiest thing you've ever seen? If you've got an example, we'd love to talk to you. One triple three five three. The creepiest, strangest, creepiest thing Ooh. you've ever seen. Mm. Anything? A human hand on a trawler sorting tray. What? Oh my god! <laughs> what was when that? He was a fisherman. I thought it was a crab. You're joking. No, I'm serious. What colour hand was it? It was by that stage so white, so barred. It was obviously fresh enough to still have skin, <gasps> and it was just a hand from around halfway down 
your arm, right? And I did. And okay, when I was say sorting tray, so you empty the nets onto a tray. There's prawns, there's crabs, and there's things from the sea. And okay? you chuck out, yep. And you chuck out the things from the sea and keep prawns and crabs. And I looked up and I just, I did. I grabbed with my hand <gasps> to pull down what I thought was a crab, and then I held it up. And I was with my dad, so I'm 16, and uh, I went, Dad. And I still remember, like, Dad, but I have to go, Dad. Oh, no. And he's like, just drop it, boy. And, yeah. Did, did you, you drop the it cops in or the did boat? You chuck it over there? Uh, no, 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 we took it, took it in. Yep. Um, yes. Uh, and what I, happened? I don't know. Who was missing a hair? No, I'm not sure. I didn't care. I was moved on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to know, too. Did it make news? No. Why not? Because it was daily in Redcliffe. You kidding? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, wow. I'm, seriously, I think Dad found out. I was 16. I was a different world. Yeah. I think Dad kept up Del- with what Del- went Del- on yeah. and all that yeah. kind of gear. Wow. And I really would love to remember because I think I was told, but, you know, immediately you go shark attack. Right? Oh, yeah. Or, no, immediately I go drugs. No, that's... Oh, we'll see that's Fed to the fishes, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know of any drugs that make your hands fall off. <laughs> <laughs> but someone that hasn't paid no, their bill. In the exactly. underworld, yeah. No, yeah. no, no, I know. That's where we went as well. Ooh. Uh, yeah, but I, I honestly wish I could give you an end to it. Did it have any jewellery on the fingers? Uh, yes, well, I'm wearing it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the sort of stuff I want to hear. The creepiest thing you've ever seen. You you've never told any, me that. You don't get any creepier than me wearing a jewellery off a hand, I found. <laughs> that is uh, no, you know what? I haven't because we were just when you said creepy, they always sticks in my head. Yeah, and I haven't told you yeah. that one because it's not so much scary; it's creepy things, and yeah. that's very creepy. Oh, it was. See, you Jay, might have won. Jay from West Walls End uh, <laughs> has got an example of something creepy he'd seen. What have you seen, Jay? Hey, how are you? Um, so we were building a house, and we, me, and my wife, and my daughter, she wouldn't even have been twelve months old at the time we moved uh, moved in there, and we were sitting in the lounge room one time and just sort of checking her out on the baby monitor and all of a sudden someone's in there playing peekaboo. <gasps> so, yeah, we've gone in there, there's no one in there, gone back out, it's kept going, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go to bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, like a person gross. or a sound going peekaboo, what? what? No, it was, um, Ava was sitting up in the cot and, yeah, she was just sitting there playing peekaboo. Oh. Yeah, I'm, you know, rolling around, Joe, I don't know if you have, particularly because it's happened to you, I've seen that online, you know, you'll spin around and there'll be little stories of that, yeah. of, of bubs kind of interacting see. with something you can't see. Oh, it was, it was crazy because, like, I was a tradie at the time and, you know, you come home in the Arvo for a nana nap and you know, have a bit of a kip and I'd hear something running around the house, I'd jump up, go around, have a look around and there's nothing there. Oh, mm. that gave me the shivers. <laughs> Again, right. Jay, James Becker. Well, that's that's an interesting one given, I've, and I think I've told you this before, Steve, when my nana passed and Lork would have been about 20 months old mm. and he was sitting in our lounge room. This was in Ty's Hill, sitting in our lounge room and he and the dog, we had a Cavalier King Charles at the time, both stopped what they were doing and both looked up to a spot above the fireplace yep. and at 20 months, Lork was going, sit down, nanny. Sit down, nanny. Oh. And I'm looking at the dog and the child, both looking at this spot on the ceiling, yeah. going, all right, I'll just, I might just go to the <laughs> yeah. kitchen for a while. Yeah. It did. It made me so scared. Yep. But at the same time, it upset me because I thought, oh, well, Nen's there, but I can't see her. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Both Jay and you as parents saw something like that. Went, <laughs> I just, uh, uh, bye-bye. <laughs> I'm going to leave my kids <laughs> to deal with this yeah. situation. There, there wasn't, yeah. what can you see? No. Like, I'm out of here. Where's my wine? <laughs> <laughs> Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud and clear, Tanya and Steve's. Take that, rewind it back. Throw 
back Thursday. I'm glad you're bringing this to the show. You seemed very concerned the well, other day. I went, I've been banging on to you guys mm. since Australia Day when Mike and I went out to Tanoa Bay and Lemon Tree Passage. Mm-hmm. I was so disturbed by the fact that it was a beautiful day. Maybe they were all at, in another suburb, but we did not see one child, one child, on a bike, mm. on a skateboard, in a park, not even in the water. It was weird. They've all been murdered. Now, I know it's an older <laughs> suburb, okay? There's probably... That didn't shock her too much. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, no, she just moved no, on. It's the... like I'm not here, right? <laughs> no, but I'd been saying to you it was like the apocalypse, that <laughs> everyone had been, like, disintegrated. Yes. Um, now, maybe it's because there's a... A huge retirement population out there. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You've got a little thing Making called PCs and games. <laughs> well, that's indoors. That's why I bring it to the mm, throwback. No, it's a good question. Because I would love to know do you live in an old school street? Mm-hmm. Are you and talking about. That, yeah, what? Yeah. By that, I mean. Are there kids playing in your street every afternoon? Yeah. Is it still the street where when the street light comes on or your porch light comes on, the kids know to come home? Is it that kind of street? My fondest memory of doing exactly what you're saying is playing cricket going, car! Yeah. And you had to grab the bin (laughs) or wickets bin and take, but car! I know. Uh, That kind of stuff. I know exactly what you're talking about. Are they still in existence? Are old school streets still out there in the Hunter? We'd love to hear from you. One, triple three. Five three. My guess is yes. If it's a cul-de-sac, well, and you're spot on because I'm in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. And occasionally, one of our neighbours who has kids will put out some red, um, you know, orange cones at yeah. the start of it. Yeah. And uh, it means that you know the kids are playing in the street. Mm-hmm. So it's it's wonderful, and we all like drive carefully and yes. we're aware. But it's for everybody that's going to the Kent that we try. So and... do you do that? Actually, put like the witches' hats out the yeah. front. That's such a good idea. Yeah. And that's totally illegal, by the way. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to do that. It just slows everybody well, else down. I'm going to block my street off as well. <laughs> I'm going to get revenge on you. <laughs> but honestly, are there any old school streets still out there? I, I, I reckon they'll be few and far between, but surely there is. We'd love to talk to you. One triple three five three. We've we've got a few um, uh, in my neighbourhood because we have the rear laneways. Um, yeah. So, Another place for your kids to be murdered. <laughs> so pretty much a lot of the rear laneways are full of kids playing, riding, oh, bi- riding bikes, riding scooters. Yeah. So they can still do that? Yep, definitely can still do that. Still a lot of them. Sure. They can, yes, they can, without training wheels even. A lot of them, though, uh, the Gen X parent, uh, helicopter parent who, yeah. who feared kids being on their own outside, outdoors changed that a bit too because yeah. I know, of course, we go straight to they're just playing on computers. Yeah. We actually held back on the younger ones to yeah. a degree, didn't we? Yeah, uh, the that whole stranger of, danger kind of thing. Absolutely yeah. changed it, yeah. Whereas yeah. the great thing is our parents couldn't care if we got no, killed. No, <laughs> They were like, yeah, get out of the yeah. house. Yeah. Honestly, we have not got one call here. There you go. Oh, my Which gosh. is really strange. Yeah. No, I don't think there's too many. Uh, cul-de-sac, I have got... Uh, look, I've got a mate, Steve, I know. I'll go in and go, where's, where's, you know, where's his son? He'll go, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's and that's bizarre. Yeah, he that says, I don't know. Happen. And it's push bikes off with his mates. Yeah. Uh, really? They go push bike riding. They're 13. Do they have like a Do they have like a, a location on their phone so they can dial in and see where they? <laughs> do you no, have the children be microchipped? Is I'd, what like, you're yes, I'd like to go back to I'm my. Uh, I thought it was Gen X, uh, even uh, Gen Y dads. Millennial. The heli- millennial dads, the helicopter thing. Definitely. No, I don't think so, mate. I'm going to be making sure they have a chip in their, in <laughs> their shoulder for sure. <laughs> see, we did though. Yeah. It's actually a thing. Yeah, we really did. Our parents couldn't care. No, wouldn't Gen- know where they are. No. Gen's at redhead. 
What's going on at Redhead, Jen? Well, it's actually not my street, so I was actually heading over to a girlfriend's place um, at um, in Kinross Parade at Katara. Yeah. And we had to slow down because there was the, yeah the kids were just you know playing cricket in the street. It was oh. a Sunday Arvo. Oh, yeah, Jen. yeah, and I. I know, and it was like, oh, I love those kids. They're so cute. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we look at them like they're some exotic, yeah. almost extinct animal. Well, and... when it was really happening, we found it annoying. I'll get out of the way, kids. And now we wish it was there. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Thanks, Jenny. Jen. Hello, Tori. Oh, come on. There's got to be something going on at Gillison Heights. Yeah. When I first moved in about five years ago, it was a little bit more of the older generation. Uh, but in the last few years... People have moved out and uh, people with families have moved in. So it was a bit of a culture shock at first because I went from being very quiet street to mm. kids running around all the time, Aww. especially over the Christmas holidays. Um, the kids would get out on their bikes and... Yep. Love that, Tori. Yeah, so it's been a little bit to get used to because I don't have kids, so I was enjoying the piece. But it's kind of nice to know that they are outside playing rather than, you know, being inside all the time. Exactly. I've gotten used to it now. That's cool. I'd actually love, you know, on that, to find out the exact stat of a 1980s kid versus a now kid on vitamin D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Serious. Because it's a real deficiency out there. Mm. Mm. Um, We've got Troy, who's at Thornton. Morning, team. How are you? Very well. You've got one of these streets, mate? Uh, not here in the Hunter, but certainly when we uh, lived in Wagga a few years ago, um, our kids were three and five, and all our neighbours, about five houses either side of the street, had the same age kids, and I'd come home from work and there'd be kids riding bikes, oh. scooters up and down the road. All the neighbours knew. We drove slowly. Uh, we all sat out and, under umbrellas and had a beer or a wine or something and watched the kids play. Yep. Um, and I'd come home from work and there'd be like 10 kids in the house. I'm like, whose kids are you again? Where, where do you live? <laughs> that, and they're like, yeah. yeah. So, yes. It was so good. Yeah. And yeah. then you don't have it in Thornton. I'm, that's so sad. No, so our kids, we're in a bit of a, a suburb where the kids have moved out or older kids, but I still put witches sets out at the end of our little cul-de-sac so yeah, girls right. can ride their bikes around. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I love that. Thank you know another you, spot I know, Fern Bay, is another spot too. And if you actually think of Fern Bay, you know, in the, yeah, the more the new, area, the, the new area, area, that happens a bit. A lot of kids on bikes yeah. and just, you know, the beach across yeah. there. So it's got a little bit to do with area, yeah, I reckon, as well. true. I, but I like the fact that Troy does the illegal witches hat thing too. I'm getting yeah. some, for sure. <laughs> you can buy them at Bunnings. It's great, mate, because I, I do it just so people won't park out front of my house. <laughs> Brilliant I'm idea. a Bunnings. Yeah, you're right, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. And what, well, if the cops come, do you just say, Tanya Wilkes told me I'm allowed to do this? <laughs> yeah, do you say that, of course Steve? I do. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to use the same excuse. No, I go, Tanya Wilkes. OAN told me. <laughs> Tanya and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. It's interesting, it's the first time I've ever heard Tanya sound like Mr. T when it was brought up that I may be single for Valentine's Day and she said, I pity the fool! <laughs> Did you hear that, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you guys talking about well, me. <laughs> I wanted to do something nice, but I also wanted to test out some new technology. Mm. You've heard of GPT chat? Maybe yeah. not. Only in the last week. Yeah. I, I, I've, it's been a conversation around, but no, it would be very unknown. Uh, very unknown because yes. it's only actually been, well, it's been around for a few years, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's been around in places that we we kind of suspected, but we didn't know. You know when you, you jump on like 
maybe a Telstra. Yeah. And it says, the, here's the little chat box, type your problem. Yeah. And then it comes back, I don't know what you mean. Oh, yes. Try again. Oh, yep. Well, that's a chat bot, right? I've had many fights with Amy, not realising that she was a computer. That's right. <laughs> so we know they're in existence, but this latest one, GPT Chat, it's yeah. been around since uh, November. Yep. Now, I've downloaded it. You can do it for free. And what it does <laughs> is a myriad of things, and it's only going to get better as the technology advances. Yeah. So, And it's putting jobs at risk. Like mm. our very own um, team here at Triple M that write commercials, hang on to your job, guys, because I don't know how much longer you'll have it. Because these things, like... Morning, Ch- everyone. Good morning, Gabe. Yeah, morning, everyone. Good morning, Gabe. Um, they, you, can, you can literally put in the little search bar, yes. write an ad for, give me a client, any client. McDonald Jones Homes. There you go. Because they sponsor our show. There you go. Write an ad for McDonald Jones Homes. Within seconds, it will give you a 30-second radio commercial. So you can even, like, say how long you want it to be almost Whatever you as well. want. Yeah. And wow. Just, and make it for the Newcastle market. That's one thing. You can ask it to explain um, complex maths problems. You can get it to write original jokes. Yeah, no, that's how I got to know it, because I had a mate in front of me, and I went, cool, all right. Right, uh, you know, jokes, right? Yeah. Uh, and because computers haven't worked out negativity yet. Right. Because there's nothing funny about positive. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's like I told my mate to to type in nice shirt, right, and it came back, it's very colourful or something. It's right. like, no, nice shirt. Do they sell men's shirts where you got that from, dude? Yeah, yeah. Computers okay. haven't worked that right. out yet. Oh, but they Won't will. They will. They'll yep. program 100%. it. 100%. Yep. So anyway. I think I, I know where this is going. I told, <laughs> the reason I say all that is because I've written you a Valentine's Day love letter, but... Through the computer? Yeah, the computer wrote it. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> so what did you type into the okay, ChatGPT? Hang on. All I wrote was, write a love letter to my co-host, Steve, mm-hmm. um, Triple M Newcastle Breakfast. Right. Um, what did I write? Nine years together. Okay. That's all I wrote. Okay. Right. Right. So okay. let's see. Wish you'd gone with partner, not co-host. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see. All right, I'm ready. Hang on. Ready? I can't believe this is not from your heart. No, this is not from my heart. This I is know. from ChatGPT's heart. All right. Wow, great. This is where I've got to. Now I'm going. <laughs> I'm getting love letters from the bloody computer. Dear Steve, happy Valentine's Day. It's been nine incredible years since we first started working together on Tanya and Steve for breakfast at Triple M Radio. See what I mean? I know. <laughs> and I just wanted to take a moment to express... How grateful I am to have you as my co-host, but more importantly, my friend. Oh, so far, I love the computer better than you. Every day, you make me laugh. <laughs> From the moment we first hit the airwaves, it was clear that our chemistry was something very special. Is this not getting a bit spooky? I know. We have a bond that transcends the microphone, and it shines through every morning as we bring joy and laughter to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> It's an honour to be part of the number one radio show in Newcastle <laughs> and to connect with so many amazing people every day. Wow! I didn't write that. It's obviously known that from, like, Google yeah, World. Yeah, it's Google World. I actually thought but you might, I, must no, have written number no, one no, no, radio what show. What I love about that is a computer has no humility. <laughs> I'm on board. I also want to extend... Oh, I wrote down our team names, okay, right? Okay, yes. I also want to extend a special shout-out to our incredible team. <laughs> Newshound Hamish, Yuppie Jace... And wait for this. This was a typo the computer wrote. And Randy. 
Their contributions. <laughs> Good take, on you, Randy Rice. I'll take that. Their contributions to the show only make it much better. And I feel lucky to work alongside such talented and dedicated people. Oh, thank you, Tenure. As we right. continue to share our laughs, our memories and our good times together every day, mm-hmm. I want you to know how much I appreciate and love you. Oh. Your support and friendship mean the world to me and I look forward to many more years of making Newcastle mornings the best they can be with you. Wishing you all the love and happiness on this special day and always with love and admiration, Tan. That came from a computer. That came all from a computer. I don't know about you, Randy, but I reckon it's great. <laughs> it was a little bit long, but it was pretty good. A bit long. Oh, did you see that? A bit long. Hey, what about you getting the Randy name? Yeah. Computer knows all. How did it know that? Yeah. No. The same way it knew. Number one. So that you, so you just typed in blah a couple of things and that Bang. that came back. That's what came up. That's going to save a lot of truck drivers' time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. That's Tuesday, boys. It's Tanya and Steve Triple M. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with sixty thousand dollars off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Love boat theme in there, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Heads will roll. Sorry about that. Heads um, will roll. Give us a ring if you want to simply tell us why you love your partner and somebody will walk away with a wonderful prize just yeah. in time for Valentine's Day. Thought we'd do it quick so you wouldn't have time to go onto the computer like Tanya did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in your absence, while people are ringing through, um, I did what you said. I put a joke into chat beats. GPT? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. It sucked. It yeah, it was terrible. Well, time. and as you made that announcement on <laughs> yeah. the show, uh, all of our writers here are sacked, but I've still got a gig, mate. Yes, We're all good. All good. 100%. Thanks, T. <laughs> good to know. We'll, we'll cover them later. <laughs> Rob's at Caro. Hello, Rob. Hello. Tell us about your loved one. Oh, she is number one. That um. should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not two or three. We'll save them for later. I'm on the boss, and I have her permission to say so. Okay. Um, no, look, number one, top girl, um, very supportive, loving. She's had a bit of a hard trot over the last few years. She lost a brother to cancer at the age of 50. Uh, her dad died last year of cancer as well, so it's been a bit of a rough trot, but, you know, she just keeps on going and going. I don't know how she does it, but, yeah, love her very much. Aww. Yeah, love and there's admiration there too, yeah, Rob. Yeah, you can hear it. Good on yeah, you, Rob. Thanks definitely. for the call. You're in the running for this prize. Mm, Rachel at Blackhall's Park. Who's your partner? Off you go. Uh, Wayne. And I think the world's just a better place with him in it. He, um, he makes everybody happy. That's kind of his goal in life. He had, um, he's had about 10 surgeries in the last eight years and just keeps on giving. He gets up every morning and makes my lunch. He's just a lovable larrikin. Makes your lunch. Let's just stop right mm. there. Wow. I know. He's pretty good. So we I can... won't give his um, details out. We can... <laughs> <laughs> we can hear you're on your way to work already with your little pack lunch. That's lovely, Rach. <laughs> yep, with my pack lunch. There you go. Thank you, Rach. We've got to Emma nice. at Maryland to wrap things up. We've got to choose someone to give this prize to. Emma, who's your lover and <laughs> what do you want to say about them? Hi, my lover is um, Sam, and I would like to say that he just has brought so much joy to my life over the past just 
just coming on to five years. We have a beautiful daughter together and he is just the most magical father I could have ever imagined to have um, for my daughter. And he does everything every day for us. Um, and it just means a lot to us. So I love him very much and I'm excited to spend our Valentine's Day together. Well, Emma, it certainly sounds like Sam's some kind of lover. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least once, anyway. With yeah, beautiful daughter. Sure. <laughs> Stay there, Emma. We have to make Whoa, a decision. That's hard. I'm not making it. That is I'm not making a shotgun. One. Not making it. <laughs> shotgun. Steve. Steve, it's your choice. Whoa. I'm Rob. Yep, Robert um, Caro. Rob, because when you are with someone who goes through what she's gone through and she still supports it, mm. that's a win. Oh, mate, she's amazing, yeah. Well, you've won a couple's picnic with a sweet and sour grazing board from Social Supply Co. I've just been on their website. Oh, my God, yes. you're in for a treat. So nice. nice. They, they set up these wonderful, amongst other things, these wonderful couple's picnics. And, um, yeah, you guys can just snuggle up, be all romantic and be fed. That'll be so good. Awesome, guys. Excellent, mate. Good on you, Rob. Uh, Thanks for giving us a call. Book Social Supply Co. for Life's Big Moments. Yeah, there's some really nice photos of these amazing Mm. grazing boards with pillows and rugs and all that sort of stuff in in really nice locations. So Rob from Carrington has scored that sweet and sour grazing board from Social Supply Co. Do they nick off, though, so you can actually say, I did all this? Uh, You can. Absolutely. There you go. There's it's a, a great idea. Good on your team. <laughs> it's dangerous. Way. Broadway's feel-good music sensation, Civic Theatre from February 16. Tanya and Steve's On the Line. So it's on the line last night. I want to bring it to your attention of how much you are loving maths this year. Yeah. I've seen this and I want to bring my own show next year. Right. Okay. Now, it's, this is common knowledge to a degree, though. Yep. Uh, and it's just a study revealed that 58% of uh, dog owners are willing to uh, end relationships or not start one if their dog doesn't like the person. Yeah. Isn't that a TV show? Yeah. So you, like, line up at the altar with your dog. Mm-hmm. Bride comes down. Mm. Call off. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in the next one. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Would that put you, like, being a single totally. man? Like, oh, sorry, when Baxter was alive... <laughs> oh my God! Right? You know what I mean? Stop speaking. You know what they call that in the oh boxing world? God. That was like a double hit. Uh, <laughs> you said, "Steve, you're single. Oh, and you have a dead dog." Oh, you sorry. literally actually oh, went rising. left, right, left, right, left, right. I Terrible. really do apologise about I, that. But I, I won't date a non-dog lover, <laughs> even though I don't have one. So no, actually, though, it do it to rise. It is weird. a fair call. No way. Because yeah. I know you, you no said way. your partners, if, you really get on well because they have all loved Baxter. Well, see, it does. Like, remember, okay, there's the um, I don't like dogs. Well, you don't even get a look in. No. Sure. But if you're, I love dogs, but your dog doesn't like them, ta da. Exactly. See you later. Yeah. But, you know, that'd be a great show. Yeah. Especially if they bit them. <laughs> <laughs> because dogs know better, don't they? They do. Yep. Uh, dogs they can know sense. Mm. I'm just trying to come up with a name, though. You um, know, I mean, there's married at inside, bitten at first sight. Yeah. yeah. Barked at first sight. Barked at first sight. I'd watch that. Mm. Who wouldn't want Bride to get out of the car and, and, go, then, and the guy standing there with his roddy? <laughs> 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 or worse, a little... Chihuahua? Puppet dog, yeah. I'd like, Can I I'd say that? It. Jay, our, our boss has put a... Um... Oh, I see. He's tied in the uh, correct wording with dogs, female dogs being bitches. So he's gone bitches that bite. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, I hope you're not referring to the bride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I, I, I would I'd, watch that. There you go. Mm, Love you go. that.
Yeah, would you watch it rise? Uh, is it on free to wear? <laughs> is there ads? <laughs> if there's ads, then no. Right. All right. Two out of three people love that show. <laughs> it's Tanya and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Tell us what you, uh, tell everyone else what you were telling Steve and I, Rise, about um, the hospital yesterday. Yeah, so I have a family member that um, had to go to the ED yesterday at John Hunter and um, was there all day. We all know that it's like crazy busy just going mm. to any emergency department. Mm. But she was 115th in line to be seen yesterday. Oh my God. So there was 115 people in front of her yesterday mm. and she didn't get bloods or didn't get any imaging and was sent home, you know, to obviously come back straight away if they if they needed anything. Yeah. And apparently the staff were unbelievable, like the best, under so oh, much pressure, you, so much stress. I, I think you'll find you mean the understaffed. The yeah. understaffed staff. Because that's the situation just too. Just so good, but, yeah, it's just very dire at the moment if you need to be seen quickly for an emergency. You've got so many angles on this, though, understaffed. Uh, but so many people go into the ED that shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah totally. So you've too. got, you know, but okay, then pull it back. It's like, well, I couldn't well, get into a GP. I, I was just going to so say, the Steve. List, there's so many yeah. angles to this. Yeah, have you tried of late to try and get into a doctor? Even What about if you're looking for a new doctor? Oh, yeah. We've got someone yeah. that lives around us, in near near us. Yeah. They are fresh off the boat from Sydney, been here since about November. They have still been waiting to get in to see a doctor. Yeah, to get Any on the doctor, books. To, to get, get on, on the, the books somewhere to there. see a doctor. It, it, it really is that tough out there. And yeah. as, as with the trouble being, you're right. Every person will give you a different reason why it is what it is. Isn't yeah, it? but it's a conglomerate of everything. But also spare a thought for the. And I know you've just given them a shout out, saying the staff were great. Rise, but imagine you're an ED nurse, doctor, oh, yeah. whatever staff member, security guard person, there. whatever it is, and you're waking up today and you've got to go and do that job again, yeah. knowing how full-on it is and how desperate people are. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. I, I don't know how you guys do it. Yep. You Hats do off. a great job. And yeah, I still, though, remember growing up. So this is not new, growing up. When mum would go, well, we might have to go to the emergency department and all of us going, no. Even then. Even then the wait was yep. insane because it was almost regarded then like, what are you here for freebie, are you? Yeah, <laughs> really? Whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, but, yeah, it's not a brand new thing. Yeah. Because wait times have always been yeah. long, but it's definitely got longer, hasn't yeah. it? Can I give you some advice then? Mm. <laughs> um, uh, like, if, if you can, yep. go with a heart problem. <laughs> I did? Oh, I've got chest pain, is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> well, Earlier this year, like in December, I actually drove, no, that's just when you know how single yeah. you are. I drove myself to the ET thinking I'm having a heart attack. Oh, God. Driving home was tough. <laughs> well, we had to take my dad in the other day. Yeah. Um, and straight away, because they don't mess around with hearts. Yeah, mm. No, that so is you, true. If you kick your toe, tell yep. them it's your heart. There you go. <laughs> I'm joking. We don't want any more pressure on anyone. And, stop to, and by the way, the toe kicker, that was for off here, mate. I, I just wanted to get in quick. No, but honestly, it's it's awful, and we are very much appreciative of all your oh, incredible oh, for staff. Sure. For sure. That's the problem, isn't yeah. it? But, you know, tempers flare, and when the sicker you are or the sore you are, yeah. the crankier you get. Oh, totally. So what a gig. Yeah. And I know if you do have private health insurance, you can go to like some of the private, um, like Lake Macquarie Private, but yep. you do have to pay to get to seen at emergency. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes paying is probably better than waiting for 
12 sure. or 15 hours or something. Yeah. Nothing like that private in health, <laughs> private health, health insurance discount card, isn't That's it? That's exactly isn't what that it great? is. Yeah, I pay, I pay 900 a month. Well, you can have eight bucks off. Um... I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to do this justice. Okay. Because I've got a bit of a girl crush on this particular person we're about to talk to. Well, Faye, um, I've got a bone to pick with her. Why? No, well, off we go. All you right. get your crush out of the way. Okay, we're talking to one of Australia's best-known comedians, Kitty Flanagan. Hello, Kitty. Good morning. Hi, how are you doing? Really well. I can vouch for the fangirling, oh uh, without doubt, as do I, but I'll just the bone quickly to pick with you at Christmas lunch, <laughs> Kitty. My parents said to me, oh, Steve, have you watched Kitty's Fisk? I went, I haven't caught it yet. What? And uh, they stopped talking to me. <laughs> it, was like, it was like they disowned me, are we sure we're related, oh. and they didn't let up. Are you kidding? You haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I have now, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Kitty, congratulations on that. Fisk is the best Australian um, com- comedy that I've seen in years, and yep. I love it, and yep. I can't wait oh, for season three. It really oh, is. Thank you so much. I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm so delighted. We're so surprised and delighted how much people like it. It's the, it's the thing I get stopped in the street about the most. And uh, I've really hit a chord with parents for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I think parents like of any age, like as in, you know, your parents, but also parents of younger kids, because it's something you can watch with your kids because there's no sex in it. There's yeah. no violence in yeah. it. No one's getting murdered. There's no crime. It's just kind of, yeah, it's, um, I think at the moment it's a bit of an oddity on television in that, yeah, no one's getting stabbed or shot just, and no one's getting their tops off. I know. It's just clever, <laughs> funny I don't know if that's comedy. that's a selling point. Yeah. But, um, it seems to be people like watching it, yeah, with um, multiple generations in the house and no one gets awkward. I love it. It's I find the same with Utopia and particularly, you know, as with yes. your, your role there is that is relatability to the workplace. But what I often say to people, and particularly your character is a great example, I say, but we watch it, we laugh at it, yeah. and then we go to work and it's real. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. But, but no one does anything. I know. I know. Well, that's the thing. People so often come up to me and say, oh, my God, we've got a Rhonda in our office. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I think if, if you're sort of looking around going, oh, we don't have a Rhonda in our office, then you're the Rhonda. Ah-ha! <laughs> Ooh, I'll that's use that. I've got to ask, though, one of the, the quirky things about Fisk is the fact that Fisk... Um, well, from for ninety nine point nine percent of the show wears the brown suit. Where did that come from, Kitty? Did you have to have that specially made? Did you find it in an op shop? Is it expensive? What is it? It's not. I don't think it's expensive. Um, but what's funny is when we made the first season, and we made that first season in one of the many lockdowns mm. down here in Melbourne, um, and so our wardrobe department our costume department couldn't actually go out and go shopping because the whole of the city was shut down so they could only shop somewhere like Geelong I think they had to kind of drive to country towns not that Geelong is a country town but they had to drive you know an hour and a half out of the city before they could find shops and so they had a really hard time finding a brown suit because I was like I want a big braggy brown suit (laughs) whereas if you look in the shop windows now Big baggy brown suits are everywhere. I'm not <laughs> saying I was a trendsetter. Oh, no, I'd take it. Own it. Own it, Kitty. <laughs> but we were ahead of our time there because, yeah, they couldn't find a brown suit for lovely money. They eventually, I think, found one. They were bringing one in from overseas and then they found one in some, I don't know, Noni B type shop in Geelong. <laughs> Good old Noni. Absolutely. It's probably about 20 years old. That's probably how they found it. It was probably old stock in one of those Harris scarfs, you know, or one of those really dusty old Myers, you know, that you get in. (laughs) 
Hey, look, we're talking because you're coming to the Civic Theatre uh, Feb 10 and 11, but just before that, be, both being animal lovers and knowing what it's like when you tour and you have to go away, you, your dogs and cats, have you mm. got dog sitters or do you have to put them somewhere? Oh, man, animal minding is the bane of my life. There you go. Like, it's so hard, isn't it? Like, yep. if you've got kids, you're allowed to take them everywhere with you. But no one lets <laughs> you just take your dogs and cats with you. But I have got um, lovely, lovely dog minders down here in um, in Melbourne. I'm so lucky I found this couple and uh, they love having Henry and Pickle. They take them whenever I go away. They're really sweet. And then I usually have someone come and stay with my cat in the house. Oh, I was about to like say. like to leave the house. My favourite <laughs> bit there too was, um, yeah, I've got these people looking after the dogs. <laughs> then you, I thought you were going to go, cats? Nah, they're good. They look after themselves. <laughs> no, my cat's too needy. He can stay by himself for a couple of days and the neighbour will come in and, you know, feed him and stuff. But if I'm away for more than a couple of days, he has to have someone here with him. He's a Burmese and they're very needy and loving and they need a person. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one more thing I just wanted to mention, because we drove up to Queensland on Christmas Eve last year um, to spend it with my son. And uh, in the car, from about, I reckon it would have been Tari to the Gold Coast, I put on, because I read it a few years ago, but I put on you doing the audio version of 488 Rules for Life. And oh. you kept us company Christmas Eve on our drive to Queensland. I, oh, I'm so pleased. I loved it. But I've got my question is, when you have to record an audio book of that length, how, like, where do you do it? Do you just do it at home or do you have to go into no. a studio? What do you do? No, you don't do it at home. God, no. You have to go into a studio and they have a special setup. It's actually a special kind of way of recording it. Um, because you don't, you just read consistently and if you make a mistake, they kind of just wind it back to that one sentence and then you go again. You don't have to kind of do take after take. Like, you know, you don't get three quarters of the way through and go, whoop, I just made a mistake. We better start again. (laughs) Take two. And you get up to page 229 and go, "Uh uh-oh, take three. Amazing when, I'm glad you asked that. I was actually always curious to. Yeah. But but if I was ever to write a book of that length, uh, and then they said, could you do an audio book? I'm dyslexic. I wouldn't even be able to read my own book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, it's, a, it's a big couple of days. You have to go in for a couple of days. So I really admire those people like wow. Stephen Fry who read so many audio books. Because, yeah. yeah, like you say, I'm reading my own book and that's my own words. Yeah. So it's kind of easy for me. Whereas, God, if you had to read those tomes of Harry Potter or... Yeah. <laughs> Well, well done, because your enthusiasm was there from chapter one to chapter finish. So, well done. Well, you know, I'm passionate about rules, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to come through. I um, do. It's kind of a manifesto as much as it is a book. <laughs> now, business end of the deal, kittyflanagan.com, not .au, just kittyflanagan.com if you yes. want to get tickets to the Feb 10, Feb 11 Civic Theatre shows. It's the final performance of the tour, and it's in Newcastle. Welcome back to town. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, Steve's stuff we didn't get to. I probably should have mentioned this during the e-spot, but I, I love her. I've loved her since the Married with Children days. Oh, Christina Applegate. Yes, yeah, same. Um, more, more recently, Dead to Me. That is such a great yeah, show. Yes. Um, but she's basically announced that, well, she hasn't said I'm retiring, but she said there's no way that she can be on set anymore because if you don't know, Health she dramas. was yeah, well, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis yes. about 12 months ago. So she needs a cane to walk now. She can barely see. Uh, it's awful with serious disease. Year, it? Yeah. I loved her in Anchorman.
Oh, oh, Veronica Corningstone. Thank you, Risey. She <laughs> so just funny. killed it. Yeah, she really did. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, that's horrible, Very isn't sad. it? You see that, and, you, yeah. um, and you'd see a lot of celebrities now. I use the word celebrities, but I mean people. Everyone gets sick, but um, when they just have to pull up stumps, yeah. and you go, oh, because you know the other thing too. She's not. How old is she? About doing? fifty, I yeah, reckon. Yeah, in her fifties. Yeah, old yeah. meaning in that term, no, you know, at all. No. Oh. Oh, better think of something happy to end the show on. <laughs> right. I, I forgot Tenny always brings death and misery. Oh, absolutely. You know, I love it. Well, she's not dead. The show's called Dead to Me, though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> is it good? Because I watched the first season of that show. Does it, is it still good? It's like fantastic. Like season two and three? Okay. You don't like it? Well, uh, it's just a bit samey. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> hard to please, Rosie. Quickly. Yes. And I thought I'll ask you this. I don't know if you... But there's a thing, right, called avocado hands. And you know who uses that? Nurses. You know why? why? It is the most uh, fruit vegetable that we cut our hands on while cutting it up. I've heard that. Really? You have? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay, because it's a thing. Yeah, they go, oh, God, we've got some avocado hands You're out there. You're joking. Because it's so easy. You just thing. get a butter knife and you cut the thing What kind of moron cuts their hand on an avocado? Good morning to 80% of the people <laughs> who have uh, been into the uh, hospital with uh, <laughs> avocado hands. They're not doing it right then. No. How no. do you cut your avocado? Uh, with a big fat knife. But which way do you go? Lengthways, so yeah. down the middle, yeah. two sides, yeah. Quick, quick hit with the uh, the knife into the the stone to remove it. That's where avocado. Hands well, move happen. your hand out the way. Oh, that's Just right. Just give it a little squeeze yeah. instead of hit, hitting it. You don't have to hit it, do you? Well, I what did you two go to avocado school or something? <laughs> you're coming across like you're a couple of pros. I love avocados. <laughs> my mate, best Same. food ever. I agree. <laughs> Never cut my hands on them. Oh well. <laughs> Hey. You're an expert. Well, exactly. there you go. It looks like one out of three people in this studio have cut their hands on avocados. <laughs> I didn't go to college like these clowns. <laughs> See you tomorrow. See ya. Tenure and Steve are off to build another show for Newcastle. You can save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time.